What the Flux is brought to you by DeLoreanRental.com. If you're looking to rent a DeLorean time machine, DeLorean Rental has you covered. They have time machines all across the United States, the UK, Germany, France, Italy, and adding more cars daily. Check out all of their packages to see what would best fit your event at DeLoreanRental.com or call 708-292-0236. Great Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! All your questions will be answered. Roll tape! Live from the former Institute of Future Technology in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to What the Flux with your hosts, Todd Henge, Caitlin Larkin, and Eugene Schnee. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks and geeks, to another exciting, amazing episode of What the Flux. This is Eugene. As always, you want my two amazing co-hosts, Mr. Todd. How are you? Howdy doody. Howdy doody. It's to howdy you. doody time. Really? That's right. Howdy ah. doody time. You should, make, <laughs> you should make a show like that. You know, you know, maybe I think I'm a little late for that. Nah. Like maybe a few sixty years late. Nah. <laughs> nobody's ever come up with an idea like that. No. And of course, the beautiful and talented Miss Caitlin. How are you? I'm hanging. How are you? Hanging. Just hanging, man. Like nice William stuff. hung. <laughs> she bangs. <laughs> she bangs. She bangs. She William bangs. William Hung. I wonder what's he doing. Is I don't know. Yeah. I you miss know that guy. Why do, we, why do people keep calling me William Hung? Because he's a horse. It's That's an office joke. <laughs> yeah, for all you office. Well, gotcha. and guess what, what, folks? We what? have a guest. <gasps> we do. Someone's we here. Do. Someone else is here other than Eric Stoltz in the corner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's still there. I know, but don't, don't, Shh, don't, don't say him. his name don't too loud. He's, he's still waiting for that phone call. So. Oh, sorry, Marty. Marty. Okay, he didn't hear you. All right. Okay, good, good. No, folks, we have with us an amazing, amazing person. We have, I've actually been very, very uh, uh, intrigued to ask this man so many questions. I, I have questions. I have. I need answers. And... What better to ask a man that has that knows? I would say that knows Michael J. Fox pretty well because he does Michael J. Fox. His name is Rob Sims, and he's in the house. And what Yay! the fuck? Hey, glad to be here. So the question everybody is asking themselves is. Who the hell is Rob Sims? Well, if you're in the Back to the Future community, mm -hmm. you know who Rob Sims is. And who is Rob Sims? Probably one of the greatest Michael J. Fox impersonators out there. And we're so lucky that we are here in the city beautiful of Orlando, Florida, that we have access to this talented, talented man. Especially when he lives... Right. Right down the street. <laughs> yeah. No. Right behind here, actually. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Right, right behind the dumpster. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He lives right behind the dumpster, folks. We saw him in the dumpster. Rob, what you doing there? I was like, I live here. <laughs> so I'll just come here and do the podcast. Yeah. Why not? Amazing. Yeah. Well, welcome, and we're happy to have you here. Thanks. Glad to be here. Well, uh, let's start. Uh, I mean, we, um, we're doing something different today, because usually when we have a guest, you know, we just let them there, and like we interview them, and like ask them 20, 20 questions, you know. But this time, we decided to do something different. We want Rob to be our co-host. So he's going to be participating in all of our shenanigans, all of our good stuff. Shenaniganery. That's right. So, Rob, are you up for the challenge to I, be with us? I, it's, I am up for any challenge that you present to me. Oh, <laughs> snap. He just went cowboy up. So, That's uh, right. All right. But the first thing we have to do is because we have news. So you know how some boring sections in the news will go like, and now, Caitlin. With the news. No. 
we do things here differently because we have to get the excitement out. We have to get the momentum up. Honestly, to- it's really just to know where I have to put in the music in post-production. It, it, hey, yeah, I was going to get more excited. <laughs> editing, you know, whatever. But whatever. it's not just news. It's back to the future news. Oh. oh, I feel like we need to use that as like a sound bite. Uh, I'm gonna yep. steal that one, Rob. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna go in back to the future news in three, two, one. Hey, Doctor Stay. This is tomorrow's newspaper. Can I go to the library and look myself up in the old newspaper archive? you guys perfect back to the future news for this week now as we all know i I hate to start off talking about me oh Uh, yeah okay we're gonna make this about me for like two seconds so this is a new section this is a new segment (laughs) all right todd this is the the new segment of the show caitlin's corner we already have a corner. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have Julio's corner. We have Eric Stoltz's corner. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Kayla's corner. Great. And I finally have my own segment. That's right. No, um, I, can't, I think we were just so excited about Halloween and about, you know, Future Day and all that good stuff that just passed um, that, you know, it was my birthday last week. And I got, like, the greatest birthday present of all time, which of course, if any of you guys follow us on social media, you know that my amazing wife, Angela, gifted me with something I've wanted basically my entire life. Picture of me? Yeah. Oh, Um, that's awesome. uh, It's actually a life-size cardboard cutout. Of me? Of you. I mean, that's every girl's dream comes true right there. Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, It's actually the Earlwine yellow Chiquita guitar, which, of course, is in the opening scene of the first Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because that guitar is just so iconic, and it looks so futuristic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, you I'm know, so surprised it's still being made. Yeah, like... so the thing is, the guy who makes these guitars, he lives in Austin, Texas, and uh-huh. he makes them to order. Mm. So you basically have to track him down, Email him and say, I want, wow. you know, that's um, special. The travel he made gu- that guitar yeah. just for and you. And the thing is, he made it to look exactly like Marty's with the black pickups and the black volume mm. knob. Amazing. Because usually when you get them like a standard one, it's white. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so mine has all the black uh, pickups amazing. and stuff on it, just like Marty. With well, a shout so, out to Angela then. Yeah. That is a great <laughs> gift. Speaking of gifts, here's another one. Whoa! Happy birthday. I'm totally late, but I left it last week. But here it is. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Uh, Yay. What is it? What is it? It's a magnetic hoverboard. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you. Of course. I got so many great presents. You got me a DeLorean. You know, if I would have known it was your birthday, I would have got it. Oh, Rob, that's okay. okay. Well, you're here. That's That's here. Exactly. That's your presence is the present. I I love it. I love it. Um, But she can't open me up. Uh, uh, very nice. You're like, nah. You don't have to open it now. But yeah, I want yeah. to. <laughs> okay, I'll put it over here. Stop playing with your dollies. I can. I can't help it. That's awesome. Well, shout out to Angela. Angela, you're awesome as always. Or she as we is call awesome. her. Or as we call her in the show, the wife. The wife. The wife. The wife is amazing. What else you got? Uh, Universal Studios. They've been killing it lately. They've been doing uh, these retro pieces you know they have like all the universal studios like 90s graphics on the mm-hmm. t-shirts yeah, and masks hats, and fanny hats, packs fanny packs yeah. yep 
And so they've been doing individual rides and attractions, like the old ones now. Mm-hmm. Like they have King Kong, Jaws. I think there you was know, a disaster one. You know all the rides one. that you know that like should still be here. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're just trying to make money off, you know, <laughs> retro old rides. But that, it, it works. You know, it right, works. It hits they're pulling you. at our nostalgia hearts. And it works because I and bought all that suckers, stuff. And they did all the glasses and everything. Um, they came out with individual masks for each of the old rides. And finally, yesterday, they came out with a Back to the Future one. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that kind of sucks about it is that it doesn't say Back to the Future the ride on it. Here's my thing about it. Yes. It's a giant Universal Studios old logo. Yes. Ginormous. And then it has the little clock tower and the little DeLorean. Yes. I wish it was the opposite. Make it the Back to the Future ride, DeLorean flying, and then, you know, the logo nice. Right. Right there at the bottom. I totally agree. I think they should have used the graphic um, that they use for all the billboards of Mm -hmm. Doc Brown's head with the the eight-car DeLorean. Make it like Back to the Future the ride. And then, you know, the little Universal stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's still cool. No, it's still cool, and I'm and still going to go out and get awesome it. You were awesome enough to give Eugene and I uh, yeah. the ornaments. Yes, that's right, the Christmas ornaments. Yeah, yeah so we yes. have that. Yes, yes, Which yes. are huge, by the way. I know, they're ginormous. Ginormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all nasty. Um, so, Michael are we, are, we, are we talking about William Hung? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Uh, Michael J. Fox, of course, his... I know him. Yeah, his book, uh, his fourth book, to be exact, No Time Like the Future, is coming out later this month on November 17th. I already got my pre-order. Did you? Good Mm -hmm. good job, good job. So he's doing a virtual event, I guess some sort of an interview. I don't know if he's going to be doing a reading from the book or anything. That hasn't been said. Um, But if you are interested in participating in this virtual event, event, panel, whatever you want to call it. It's happening the day the book drops, November 17th, Mm -hmm. uh, 6.30 UK time for all of our friends in the UK and for our friends here in America uh, on the East Coast. That's 1 o'clock Eastern Standard, so that's 10 a... Wait, I can do time. Yeah, 10 10 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Um, And the price to just participate and watch... The interview is fifteen pounds, which is nineteen dollars and fifty cents American. Wait, fifteen pounds? Yes. Whoa, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> uh, Todd with the dad joke. Sorry, I, when you said that earlier, I yes. was like, I had to, I have to save that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. I've been waiting for. 20 I minutes. am glad that you Thank did. You. Lame. Thanks. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. So uh, I do believe that there are packages where you can not um, not only just see the event, but you can get see the event and get the book. Mm. And that costs, of course, more money. But I didn't write down those prices. Um, and yeah, there you have that. I can't wait for that book. Um, I've I personally I've always been a big fan of Michael J. Fox. I follow him through his career, not just because of Back to the Future, just because he's. He's just a really good actor. Oh, he's amazing. And something, I, I think I mentioned this before in the show that a lot of people forget. He's a really funny guy. Like, Michael J. Fox is hilarious. Every time he's, like, on The Tonight Show or shows like that, and, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, because of his condition. It doesn't matter. Even Megacon, how, he was throwing jokes left and right. I was like, and it's not, like, jokes that you laugh like, <laughs> no, jokes like, holy shit. No, he's a funny guy. Yeah, like, I've... um. 
I've always I always love his quote when he says about like you know they ask him which him and his beautiful wife have been married forever, mm-hmm. which they met in the show uh, Family Family oh, Ties. Thank you. And I, I know love, I'm keeping quiet, making sure that you get everything this right. Oh, I am. Yeah. I am. And, and <laughs> Please I, chime in whenever. Yeah, he's the expert and love, here. And I love when he said that they asked him what's the secret to a successful marriage, and he said, uh, "Keep okay. Let me say, keep the keep the fights clean and keep the sex dirty." Something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and it was like so funny because he just said that he's like, mm, and the wife's like, "Yep." <laughs> and it good was just, for them. Good for them. I mean, obviously, it works because they've been married forever. They have beautiful kids. I mean, he just has such an amazing career in life. And um, the other, I, the other day, actually, I was watching the the Frighteners. Mm-hmm. Um, Great movie too. Amazing yeah. movie. Which uh, it's one of those movies that a lot of people, I'm surprised, have not seen. Mm. So if you guys find yourself a, a little bit of time, watch the movie. I highly recommend it. It's really good. Michael J. Fox delivers it as always. Um, it's really good. Cool. Yeah, and speaking of Michael J. Fox, uh, we um, oh we got two uh, we got two more shout outs. I'm sorry. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, I wish we had time to read each of their letters today, but maybe we can get to them next week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For but, sure. Uh, let's give them a shout uh, out. But we, yes, but Mark and Jake, we have your letters. We've read them. Both of them are amazing. Thank you so much for giving us a shout. And we will read your letters next week. I, I, I have a, sorry, I have a, like, an idea yes. for all of our fans out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Give us, like, a quick thing that you want us to say, like, a quick shout-out for you guys, like, something funny, oh, that, sorry, like, yeah. you know. Well, next Like, make week, it, like, yeah. really quick so we can, like, yeah, shout-out to Mark that said this, or, you know. Yeah, well, next week... Is our season finale? Season finale. We're just taking of a, a little, a little. <laughs> we were on a break, um, taking a little break just for the holidays. But don't worry, we'll be back. Yeah. Um, I had an idea. If anybody, you know, wants to do this, thinking. the best of the best. <laughs> uh, we've been through so much these last eight months, and I, I didn't Has think we would be. It's been eight months, Is right? It? Hold on. Yeah. Nine. nine. No, months. it's been nine, nine months. months. Yeah. Oh, nine my goodness. Jesus. It's been nine months nine since we started months. the show. You know what What really shocked me is how much Brooke and Anthony has changed. Because it was Brooke <laughs> first, and now it looks like you, you have changed morphed so much. Morphed into one. You have morphed yes. into one. And now it's like you had a Brooke and an Anthony, and now you converted into a Todd. How yeah. did that happen? I don't know. Well, yeah, like you said, I wasn't here in the beginning, but it's what a ride. You were? Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't. I thought you were. No, I, I could have sworn you were there always. No, no. <laughs> were you here? At all? No, he's, he's never here. Um, so we would love to hear from you guys. Of course, you can always email us or send us voice memos to whatthefluxpod at gmail.com. Um, we would like to hear what you guys, you know, your favorite moments from season yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us your favorite bits, your favorite jokes. Your favorite, your favorite little moments shenanigans from What the Flux because yeah. we would love to um, read them or uh, we prefer voice memos so that way we can add it on to the end of yeah. next week's show. Do both. And <laughs> do both, yeah. Do both. Um, whatever you guys want to do. Uh, but or that you can way, send you know. us gifts too. We accept gifts. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Well, that's true. That is <laughs> Send true. Send us your Halloween and, candy. And before we go in with our our, uh, our co-hosts and our guests of the of the of the day, I believe we have another se- popular section. That, this one, the kids love this section. Yeah, the, this is the, the, 
the kitty section. But your kids are going to love it. And your kids are going to love it in our future presentation of Todd's Rant. Yes. <clears throat> oh, oh he's getting ready. Here clear his throat. we go. Let's talk about NECA and <laughs> the fact that they make terrible uh-oh. Here well, those we are go. Uh -oh. Yeah, they're I not going to send us anything so, now. Oh, no, because, no, I don't believe they were ever going to send us They shit. weren't. No, because, correct me if I'm wrong, Okay. your Marty McFly uh, Vulcan costume yes. broke. It did, it did. I uh, was trying to put the helmet piece off and the little black part side of the visor broke. And as you were doing that, it exploded right in your hands. Basically. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Halloween night. I'll take you to Halloween Ooh. night. I have just a few decorations, but one of my prized decorations is my Freddy Krueger that I bring out with, and he has a detachable hat from NECA, mm -hmm. and he has all the faces, and it has the phone with a tongue coming out. <laughs> I had it. And I had it on display, and my lovely fiance, who I love so much, decided to play with it. And she decided to just like move his legs, like so he can, you know, Freddie can like sit down on the table. <gasps> Snap, crack, boom, explosion. The legs fell off immediately. And, and she's like, oh no, you could put it back together. No, you fucking can't. Oh no. She broke the legs in half. And mind you, she's not, I love her, she's not that strong. Any kid who's playing with a toy, especially an Eka fucking toy, will break it. Well, people will argue and say, well, children should not be playing with any kind of NECA toys, and those should be kept in the box, blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck that. Collector's items no, and all that boo, stuff. boo on that. Yes. She broke the legs, and now Freddy is in half. And oh, no. the legs are just sitting there right next to him. She felt so bad, she immediately went on Amazon and bought me another Aww, one. Aw, she's so sweet. She's great. But no, that, no, my fucking rant, come on. Like, yeah, they're, they're a bit flimsy. Yeah, and yeah, like last time, uh, my, uh, my friend's other, you know. Right, you were talking about yeah. your friend who had, it fell off the desk. Yeah. Yeah. Broken <laughs> a million pieces. Make better toys, nigga. It's like they're so pretty, and we want to play with them. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> but now I have two, you know, Freddies and more heads and yeah, all that. So there is that. There, there is my is rant. The end. Well, folks, this uh, the, uh, we think we can all agree that the moral of this story is um, keep it in the box. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just got yours. I did. Yeah. But I kept it in the box. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Well, folks, here's another exciting section of Todd's <laughs> and of course, we're going to. We already did the appetizer, but now we're going to the main course. Miss with Mr. Rob Sims. Yay! I was enjoying listening to you guys, especially your rant. Thank you. Thank you always you. have a It rant. is a fan favorite. <laughs> this, this is a tame rant. Uh, there's been others that have been quite the long bullshittery. Oh, yeah. Was it <laughs> the same reason? Did you take something out of a box and broke it? Um. No, this is my first time. Yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> we usually are you mad should. at you, toy companies. You should have been gentle. Yeah, whatever. 
Well, Rob, uh, we're so happy to have you here with us, and and uh, we definitely want to go. I mean, you've definitely been doing this for for a while, right? Just a while. Just, oh my just God. a little bit. Well, let's start first with the basics. Uh, well, I have to ask my number oh, yeah, one yeah. question that we ask That's every true. single guest that we have on What the Flux. Mm-hmm. Please tell us your Back to the Future love story. How did you get introduced to the films? Wow. What made you fall in love with this wonderful, wonderful franchise? Um, well, you know... It, Seeing it, you know, I'm not giving away my age or anything, but I mean, <laughs> I, I I saw it in the theater uh, when it came out, um, and uh, I just fell in love with it. I mean, it, it's the right combination of actors, story, uh, and I loved it. But what's funny is that I just never, you know, I loved it, watched it, and then didn't think about it for a long time. Uh, and then uh, when I started working for Universal Studios, I um, I fell in love with it again because back when I started. We had Back to the Future. We had Jaws. We had Confrontation. We had all the good ones. All the good stuff. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I fell in love with Universal, which made me fall in love with Back to the Future all over again. Um, And I wrote wrote it like a nerd. I mean, I you know (laughs) when I wasn't working or when I was working like after hours before it closed, I would go and write it, and I just fell in love with it. And it just it was wonderful. And then in two thousand one. When you know 9/11 ha- happened, um, we got laid off. A lot of our contracts were laid off, uh, and uh, I had to find a new position for myself in Universal. So um, I got with uh, Michael Roddy and Mike Aiello, two wonderful guys uh, that worked at Universal Studios, and um, and so I said, hey, I had this idea, and I said. Uh, you know, I can impersonate. I'm, I'm really good at impersonating characters. And I said, I can do Michael J. Fox. And um, they're like, well, we don't really need Michael for the Back to the Future riots, Doc Brown, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, but wouldn't it be cool to have Marty with Doc? It's a whole new universe of Marty being with Doc at the Institute and everything. And they said, well, we don't know. I said, just let's try it. So they contacted... Um, uh, Blackstone and all the, you know, and uh, Bob Gale. And uh, they said, you know, we have this guy, he wants to do Michael J. Fox, Marty, uh, would you be okay with that? And they said, well, we need pictures, we need voice samples, because they actually wow. had to send all that to Michael J. to approve it. Wow. Uh, and so he, they sent everything, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and they said, he goes, okay, let's, let's try this. Um, and so they sent me out with Doc, and we went to the front gate, you know, the arches, mm-hmm. not in the park. We actually went you know, almost into City Walk, yeah, uh, right on front, because they didn't want me in the park yet. They mm. wanted to do a test. Okay. So they sent me out. I was nervous because I had every big wig and every manager watching wow. me. Wow. Uh, and they, they were doing exactly, they're crossing their arms <laughs> like this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how this young man does. And and my Doc Brown's looking at me going, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, because they don't care about him, it's all about you. Yeah. So I had, I the first kid came up, um, I, and I just went into Marty, and like all of a sudden, tons of people started gathering around Doc and Marty. Uh, and uh, a lot of people thought it was Michael J. doing a thing, and I'm like, oh, this feels really good. And um, <laughs> and uh, so that's what it became, and they approved me right there and then, and uh, I bet I did it for many, many years. A lot of people didn't see me uh, because they would keep us down at the Institute or by the train and everything, um, and um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I it was... Marty's like one of my favorite characters I ever... And, and getting the opportunity to do Doc Brown because I... They were short Doc Browns one time, and I'm like, 
well, I can do Doc Brown too. I'm a little short for Doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what I did is a friend of mine had some lifts, uh, like boots made. Oh. And so it gives me height. So you don't really notice that when I do Doc. So, But I have a couple of times where people go, Doc, you know you look a lot like Marty. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like, "Ah, it's a paradox. It's the wrong timeline. Yeah, great Scott. That's awesome. Well, let's start from the beginning. I mean, are you originally from Florida? Uh, Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm one of the Floridians. Floridians. Um, In Winter Haven. I was born in Winter Haven, which is about 45 minutes away from here, by Cypress Gardens. Yeah, yeah, take 27, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm from (laughs) Miami, so I just take 27 all the way down. Yeah. Oh, and nice. um, and and I trucked back and forth between Universal and Winter Haven for many, many years. And I'm like, wow. okay, I'm getting sick of that That's drive. That's kind yeah. of a drive, yeah. Yeah, so I finally got roots down, you know, in Orlando, and I've been here ever since. And growing up, um, is, was this, I mean, growing up and, you know, being a teenager and everything, like, when you're trying to, you know, obviously, you know, finding yourself and everything, when did you realize that you were good at entertainment? Um, well, when... Um, really young because I was actually in one of the original, well, not original, in the Trix commercial in the 80s. Um, oh, I was, wow. I was one of the, you I were was an one 80s of, commercial kid? I was, in one, I was one of those. <laughs> yes! <laughs> hey. So Patterson Studios in Winter Haven, they were doing a lot of commercials at the time for major, and they would film them and send them off. And so I did Trix. I was on one of the Trix commercials, and I've been trying to find it on YouTube, but I can't find it. Oh um, man, we'll I have did, to do some digging if anybody I, out there in I, the universe. Can, I did that, uh, do that, and I also was a model for Sears. Uh, Sears catalog, and so I was one of those blonde hair kids with the bowl cut <laughs> and those slacks, you know, looking off and. I'm like, I, I've got pictures of that still. And I'm like, God, I was a nerd. <laughs> well, we all were. Hey, you know, if we all look at pictures of us in high school, like, nerd. Yeah. yeah. Well, like last week, my rant, I was like, now it's cool to be a nerd. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've, I, I'm I've, an 80s kid myself, too. And, and I sometimes look at pictures. I There was one time that this is a reason why you should not allow your mom to use Facebook. Because I remember my mom posted a picture of me when I went to my first concert, uh, which was a, a Bon Jovi concert and with Aerosmith in the 80s. I think it was 89. You old bastard. Yes. And no offense. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, I'm hey, sure he's hey, older than I'm you. I'm right here. <laughs> hey, us all the people. We got to stay together. Yeah, 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 and, exactly. and it was so funny because I don't know why I thought it was a good idea to get a mullet. Mm. I mean, it was the eighties, whatever. Well, I had I I had a MacGyver mullet as well. Cause no, my mullet was like my brother had a rat tail. Ew! I know, isn't that weird? I'm so judging. Mm. <laughs> and I was looking at the picture. My mom posted that picture. I was like, no, 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 no! You have to take that away. Like that's. It was one of those things that I thought I was the coolest guy in the world. Like, yeah, check that out. Well, if you told. Uh, I was scared to tell my friends at school that my dad cut my hair with a Floby. So, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. It's sucking my will to live. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It sucks and it cuts. <laughs> oh, it certainly does suck. <laughs> so um, obviously, obviously, so from a young age, you knew what you wanted to do. Oh yeah. How did you uh, end up for with? Uh, how did, did the whole thing with Universal end? Just. Uh, how did it? How, how did it start with the whole? Oh, thing how did it start? Um, well, uh, uh, like most people, when it starts in entertainment, you start in Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was back back in nineteen. Um, no, <laughs> back in nineteen ninety four. Um, 
I had worked for Disney, and I was like, I that, you know, when you're young, young, and you're a real young nerd, mm-hmm. and Disney's like everything, mm-hmm. and then you hit your puberty, and you're a little bit older, yeah, and you yeah. go, I don't like Disney so much. Yeah. Anymore. Do you mind if I ask what you did for Disney? Um, I was the first Peter Pan. Wow, wow. that's like legendary. Uh, well, I wasn't actually the female was the first Peter Pan, but back in the '90s, they didn't have Peter Pan for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So I pitched that too. I pitched it to, to Disney, and I said, "Would you give an opportunity to?" And it was me and uh, three other of my good friends, um, and so they gave it a shot. So they started letting Peter Pan out in the park back in the early '90s. Amazing. So I did that for a long time, and I opened Spectro Magic. Wow! I was Peter Pan for that. And, uh, yeah, and um, uh, Ninja Turtle, I was a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, Ninja Turtle for the studios, I did that too. Oh, my God, that's a throwback. I I cried when I didn't get a stamp. You know, my mom, like, she's like, no, we gotta go. I was like, I just need Donatello's stamp. I um, opened (laughs) Legends of the Lion King, the puppet show that we had. uh, Well, Philharmonic Magic went. I did that as Rafiki. I opened that. Um, God, and so many cool memories of of Disney. How Uh, long was your career at Disney? 88 to 94. Wow. wow. Not 80, 95. So a couple of years then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, again, like Universal, when I started Universal, it was a very small entertainment group. And, you know, you would usually go and do this and go do that. I mean, I did everything from Crash Bandicoot, um, the Wild West show, the Terminator show, uh, Beetlejuice, pretty much every show I touched. Wow. Um, that's amazing. And, uh, but it's just become this huge entity now that, you know, it's, it's hard to to do those things anymore, and you know, unfortunate situation that we're in right now. Um, you know, they, they're holding, they're holding to it. I mean, I, I give you. Uh, yeah, we got. Yeah, we got to give credit to Universal. Universal there. love right now. Yeah, they're taking absolutely. Care of the performers and yeah. doing the best they can. I agree. Unlike others. We all know that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's tough. Remember the mouse. Knows everything. The mouse Why do you knows. think he has ears that big? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your money, bitch. <laughs> um, so obviously, you said you started with a Halloween Horror Nights. Oh yeah. Um, sorry. Oh, um, I did psychotherapy. Uh, uh, I started in there as Norman Bates. And, oh, you were uh, Norman Bates. Uh-huh. Wow. And, uh, epic. Back when they had the house. Yeah, back when we yeah. had the house. From Peter Pan house to Norman Bates. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So yeah, they had the, uh, the the psycho house, and then down below it was the hotel. Yeah, and what they did is they converted the hotel into a, a house, haunted house. And they tented, like, it, it, at the beginning, it's a facade. And then the back of it, they put a huge tent in the back where it expanded the, oh, the yeah. house. Wow. So, um, so what's funny is uh, we've had, uh, I had married with children because back in the early 90s, they had a lot of, you know, TV shows come and they would film on location. So I had... Uh, Bud Bundy with two girls around his arm going through the house and I swiped down. I'm still trying to find that. <laughs> Ed, Ed O'Neill? Yeah, Ed oh, O'Neill. Awesome. Um, and they came through and we, you know, we, I swiped down at Bud and he's like, ah, with the two girls. And like, <laughs> he goes, it's cool, girls. It's cool. And they wow. Keep going. He was the man. Like, if, the... like yeah. if you got to think about it, like that show was like on top. It was hot. It well, a lot of people oh, forget that Orlando at one point during the early nineties yeah. was like this uh, was a as big. I mean, now it's pretty much Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. But Orlando was really big and, and the shows and everything. Well, yeah, but like Nickelodeon mm-hmm. filming here. And yeah. Well, we had uh, we had Sequest. Uh, Sequest. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. I was, uh, I, was a, I was a, I was on that show. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, because uh, when you worked in the early days in, in Universal, they would usually take the performers and they would go. You know, oh you can god. audition. 
and so I, I got killed like four times. I was a crew member over here and died, and I was a crew member there and died. It's kind of like Star Trek. Where, <laughs> you know. I haven't thought about that show in forever. That was, that, that was actually a really good. It was a. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. With Rob Schneider and Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider, sorry. And John. And the late. And the yeah. late uh, wasn't the late Jonathan Brandis on that? Yeah, he was. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunate. Um, and it was a great show. It was a great yeah. show. I loved it. Was really it was yeah. almost like. Um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Stargate. Yeah. It, it was yeah, very yeah. similar to like Stargate's formula of how they did the, the TV series. Um, and it was a great show, but it was fun to see. <laughs> it, here's a little story of, of, of that show. Ooh, tell is, stories. Yes. So we used to have the tours, the, you know, the, the, the vehicle tours, yes, the tram yes, tours yes, that would yes. go through the, the park. They would always, and Roy would always, uh, he loved the sun. Even back when he had jaws, he would tan all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So in front of his trailer, he would set out in a little bikini. <laughs> and we would walk by. And they kept telling him, boy, you can't do that. You can't do that. And um, so the tour drove by one time. And he's out with a reflector, you know, and a cigarette. <laughs> and, and so people are just snapping pictures. And he didn't care, you know? Wow. So, back yeah. before the internet, you know, like. Yeah, really. <laughs> You know, oh God, those were good times. <laughs> that was like Bill and Ted's. Is is back before the internet. Oh, you yeah. know, we could do a lot more. And yep. when the internet came out, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how technology sort of helps, but at the same time, it took out. It takes out that simplicity. You know, like mm -hmm. all those good times. So. Um, wow, that's. A, I mean, just talking to you right now, we're all like. It's like, tell us more, <laughs> sir. Tell us more, tell us more. So, well, because not only are we, you know, movie enthusiasts, but living in Orlando, you have to love the theme parks and, you know, just all those good memories and, and we, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we know a lot of people that, you know, that you've worked with, so it's, like, great to hear stories of back in the day Yeah. that, um, like, we all worked in the parts at, uh, parks at one that's point, true. so both parks, actually, too. Mm -hmm. So um, that's awesome, like, to hear all of this. I remember. I, I used to do Spectro, too, mm -hmm. and I remember now I mean well not now but you know uh, it's like you have to be trained and all that so you have to be a color code back when I did it it's like uh, we didn't you, have go ahead no yeah, yeah. We, we didn't have color no. codes because um, I worked like my schedule was like three days at Magic Kingdom two days at um, at um, the studios because I was in the Dick Tracy show as well. Oh, oh so, God. I remember that show. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. We, de we shoot, debuted the Little Mermaid show yeah. and uh, yeah. Crush and, uh, you know, it's it, it such a... Oh. Disney, I have to give them props, though. Back then, it was really, really good. Back then, yeah. Back then. <laughs> I keep going back. Back, back then. Back so, then when our time machines... Speaking of the time machine, let's get to the. Uh, obviously, you told us how you got into the whole Marty McFly scene mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Um, this might be a kind of a weird question, but what is your process of getting into my, uh, Michael J. Michael J. Fox? Because not only you do Marty McFly, but you it just you consider yourself a, I'm a Michael J. Fox. Well, I consider myself a chameleon oh, really? because um, I have honed my skills. You know, it takes a lot to be an impersonator. Um, not just a, an impersonator visually, but to do vocals. Correct. <clears throat> and I've kind of gone from doing more impersonation to do more voiceover work. And um, and to to do it, I, I would say with anybody who wants to impersonate somebody, you really got to listen to their voice. You got to the, their nuances and and their mannerisms. And you know, with Michael too, even. People always, I get sometimes when I'm doing events and stuff, they go, wow, you know, Doc really fixed you. You're not shaking as much. 
you know, I've gotten that a couple of times, you know, these, yeah, these guys. That's not right. um, but a lot of times I'll get, you know, his mannerisms back in, you know, Back to the Future, they are kind of quirky. Um, but you've really just got to study, 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 study and research if you're going to impersonate somebody. Um, you know, impersonation is a serious form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Um, that a lot, and I get it. I got that from Michael because I met Michael. Oh, really? Finally, yeah. I did one of his um, charity events. They hired me to be with um, with the car, and they said Michael J. Fox is gonna come by. He wants to come by and see you. And I'm like, ah, no, not in Marty. No, no I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so I said, I'll meet him. I'll get changed and meet him later. And so um, I did. I met up. And um, I, uh, there, I don't know if you saw a picture of me and Marty. I mean, me and Marty. Me and Michael. <laughs> it's hard, both ends. Both ends. I know. Yeah. Me and Michael. I have a picture of he and I together. For we did a private dinner thing. And this was in what year? This was in. Hmm. This was in two thousand seven. Okay. I believe two thousand six. And um, I, I'm sorry. Like I would be shitting my pants. Like after like years and years and years, uh-huh. and finally getting to meet Michael. Like I, I, I wouldn't be able to talk. I, I was, I, I was kinda, but it was almost like he was a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because when like I came up to him, yeah, and and you know his, he had his handlers with him, mm-hmm. and they're like, come on, come on, come on. I'm like I am not gonna rush. I am not gonna rush. So I came over, and he looked at me, kind of odd, and he came up, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he goes, you, I know you, and I said. I said, I'm not sure if you do. He goes, no, wait a second, wait a second. You you do me, don't you? And I said, no, I don't do you. I impersonate you. I said, if I did you, you wouldn't be married. <laughs> Whoa. You actually told him I that? I did tell him that. <laughs> oh, my God. And he goes, Genius. He goes I, I like you. <laughs> and, the, you know, the handler's like, come on, we got to get a picture. We're coming. I'm like, he's like, he's like wait a second, we're, we're talking. And uh, he's like, all right, let's get a picture. And I, and I looked at him and went, see you in the future. He goes, right back at you. So, uh, that's awesome. Uh, wow. Amazing. That's great. And that's then, pretty ballsy. <laughs> and then uh, Christopher Lloyd and I are good friends. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, I'd done stuff with him. Uh, I, His handlers, I was doing another event. I'm always doing events. I was doing another event, and Christopher was there, and this is when I first met him. And his handler comes and goes, I want you to do Marty. I want you to be Michael doing like you're Michael in Marty costume. And we're going to turn Chris around and you're going to just go right into it. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because I don't want to give him the wrong impression. Mm-hmm. Like another another guy, you know, being crazy. So um, I said, fine. So they had all these cameras set up. And uh, so when he turned around, I went into my, more Michael than, than Marty. And he stood there and stared at me. <laughs> Really long oh, time. Oh, that's oh, no. intimidating. Just stare at me, and then he started laughing, and he's like, and he came over and like put his arm around me for a second, like, "Am I real?" And I, and everyone's going, "Do the do the poster shot, do the do the watch part," and I went, "Hey, Chris, I mean, hey, Doc, they want you to, they want us to do the poster," and he went into it. He wow, did, cool. and then when we were done, he sat in the car and goes, "You know." You're amazing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I went, oh, thanks. Don't think I'm this crazy uh, guy. They all put me up to it. So after that, you know, many le- years later, I saw him again, and uh, I had my girlfriend with me, and he is such a ladies' man. Oh, we know. And I went, hey, I'm introduced, and I'm always in makeup now when I see him, and he goes, you. 
And I go, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's me, it's me. And I want to introduce you to my uh, girlfriend. And he goes, ah. No, no, no. And he holds her hand and goes, so what's your name? <laughs> and, and I'm like, um, hello, I'm talking to you. And he goes, later. <laughs> so, but the whole cast is fantastic. Everybody's great. Um, yeah. No, no. Yeah, and they are the sweetest. You know, like most celebrities that don't spend the time to talk to you. They all did. They, I mean, to everybody. And you guys know what you've yeah. seen them at the cons. They will spend time and um, they're very dedicated to their friends. Yeah, Tom Wilson's so. fantastic. Tom Wilson's That's Tom is the only one uh, that I uh, had the pleasure to meet. Like the, these guys last year uh, went to MegaCon and got to meet the cast. And, and but we've also seen his uh, stand-up routine. Which yeah, is, yeah oh, that's that's yeah, how I met Tom. Yeah. So I, I mean, saw his stand-up here, and then after the show, he stayed and like met with everyone after the cast. Mm-hmm. Which super I was nice. surprised of how funny he is. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's hilarious. And that's great because he's a clean comic. Yeah, he's a clean and comic. It's so still you're hysterical. Like, my expectations were like, oh, whatever. I was like laughing really hard. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it seems like you have a lot of respect for the characters that you play. Like, you're oh, not I just do. doing it just for the money. I mean, we all do. You know, we all need you, you to work. Is work. Paid. Yeah, we all got to get paid. But I sense that when you're talking, like you said, there's a lot of respect that you have not just for Absolutely. the actors but for the characters mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I put myself, I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but when I impersonate characters, I want them to be 100% screen accurate. And that's the way I look at it. That's because, good. you know, um, people that are watching you, they're watching, they're looking at every little nook and cranny and they're looking for any flaws in anything. Especially these days. Yes, nowadays. And, you, and you've got to make sure you're on your A game, especially with the technology these days, because you're being filmed, you're being looked at. And if you want to take your craft seriously, you know, you've, you've got to go all out. And the same with cosplays. I have cosplayers that come. And I'm not trying to put, I, I love cosplayers. I consider myself a cosplayer. But it's hard to, to, you know, when cosplay came out, you know, I was an impersonator before a cosplayer. And a lot of times cosplayers will put me into the, you know, cosplayer. I guess I, I'm a professional cosplayer. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what the level is. Sure. Um, but I always will put myself as that old school impersonator, not a cosplayer. Um, it's it's just a different art, um, and uh, but I do love the cosplay community. They've been so you know grateful and everything. Uh, you know I've morphed into that, and we have so many friends now and family of cosplayers, uh, and who do wonderful at their craft. I mean it's amazing, and and taking nothing at home and creating something that you can wear out and doing it well. Um, bet, so. Like almost even better than oh, the yeah, actual the th- movies. And, and the, and the <laughs> costumes sometimes are yeah. better than the theme parks. Yeah, it's yeah. very true. Blows uh, my mind. Especially, yeah. so like especially on a budget. The, on a budget. Like a lot of, I have a lot of friends from the 501st. Uh, for the oh yeah, they're first. fantastic. Some of their costumes are like, you. oh, oh did, like they made this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. I see, and you, you've you been a star trooper yourself. I, you know I, what I'm talking about. I have no uh, claim to that at all. You have no claim to that. I professionally can I think Disney's hired the 501st a yes. couple of times back in the yeah, Star Wars, Wars weekends, weekends. Yeah. and, that's, that's and their costumes were better than the ones from Disney uh, yeah <laughs> and, uh, I, I've heard uh, oh, yes, of course. I've heard people come up to you know Disney performers and say oh yeah no my costume is better <laughs> <laughs> and that per- and then that you know it was just it, when you see it, Darth Vader look at you and shrug uh, yeah uh, wow <laughs> Yeah. So, um, for those of you who don't know, um, 
you, you and you and your girlfriend do a lot of events for the Kyla. Night. Kyla Swanberg. Kyla Swanberg. Shout out to Kyla. Hey. Cool. hey. She wanted to be here today um, because she also does, does Jennifer. Oh, as well. nice. Yes. Um, and she handles all of our costumes. Um, Beautiful. Does she prefer um, Elizabeth Shue? Oh, that's a good yeah. question. Like, do, who's her favorite Jennifer? She does. Um, uh, she does a mixture. Actually, okay. she takes both of them and combines them and does them that way. She, and she goes, you do all the talking. I just sleep in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, not true, not true. I said, you do you do your stuff too. You hold me. <laughs> there's not just the car. There's the, sw- the bench on the swing. You know, yeah, there's other, yeah. you know. The uh, pile of uh, CDs. The like laser drunk. discs. Yeah, the yeah. laser discs. And you know what the funniest thing with her is? A lot of girls come up and go, she goes, they, they go, why do you put up with him? Like, <laughs> like they, all these girls go up to Jennifer and go, well, why do you put up with him? Are you serious? And, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he left you. Like, it, the girls are most of the part going mad at me because we left her on the part. And, like, I mean, it's not they, my listen, fault. I didn't trank her. Doc tranked her, okay? Yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. they do have a point. You kind of like, you could have been a little more like, no, Doc, she's my girl. You're just like, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, got, I gotta go check out the future. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go see what's going on. We'll just leave her in this back alley somewhere and she'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, if you had your girlfriend, or I mean, your your fiance, mm-hmm. and you were stuck in the, and you just got to the future, and th- exactly the same situation, what would you have done? Oh, I'm sorry, I would go venture out and Me look at the future. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check this out, Doc. I gotta check this out. You guys are terrible. <laughs> She's fine. Fine. <laughs> She's got one hell of a face. She's perfectly right. fine over on the jump heap. She'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys, I, I, a lot of like we celebrate here in Orlando. We do uh, what's called MegaCon. Um, and I've seen you guys do like a Beetlejuice uh-huh. and Lydia. Uh-huh. Uh, what other uh, characters you got? Oh my gosh! Well, we've been challenged this entire, you know, uh, I would say mm, October, uh, September is when uh, you know we've been furloughed from Universal since March. So we've been at home like like a lot of most people twiddling their thumbs, going, "What do we do? What do we do?" So we've been uh, doing a lot of catching up on our costumes, uh, getting our studios arranged which took about this long to do Um, we have studio a upstairs and and that's where she has all of her uh, sewing machines and all of her up there and then we have studio b downstairs Uh, and it's our all of our costumes we have like a whole walk-in closet full of costumes wow and so we were like what do we do now and so (laughs) so um, we got with uh, Michael Roddy he contacted us and said hey I've got a job for you guys for October would you guys be interested and her and I were thinking oh you know COVID's still going on I don't know I don't know so they said well we want you just to be the the old um uh, it's like Mystery Science Theater. It's the old uh, Spengooly, and you know you you break in between the classic monster things going you know this is what we got coming up next so we came up with the concept of Merlin Cadaver and Trixie Treats. And so we just were these old hokey, uh, I was the projectionist, she was the candy concessions girl. And we started coming up with these little bumps that went in between a movie marathon at uh, the Silver Moon Drive-In in Lakeland. Oh, cool. Because drive-ins are coming back. Oh, That's yeah. True. And so they started doing really well. And the owner saw what we did and saw how much more business came in. He goes, I'm giving you guys more of a budget. We want you guys to do things like in, in December and stuff like that. Wow. So her and I said, okay, we'll do Cadaver and, and Trixie. But then we're like, why don't we just match every week? 
have a photo op for every movie that's coming out. So her and I did. So we did uh, Pennywise for It. We did Rocky Horror. I was Riff Raff. She was Magenta. So we were knocking out these costumes every week and just morphing into these characters. And uh, and we go full out. Like I, I doing Riff Raff was great. I'd never done Riff Raff. That's before. great. Uh, so just, you know, putting on the costume, I just went into Riff Raff and it was perfect. And they're like, you guys are better than the shadow cast. <laughs> oh. I do have to say, this was uh, a while back, right right before COVID. Um, you and your other half did an event that my wife actually also participated in, did makeup, and it was um, for the One Pulse Foundation. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my God, this guy right over here is the best Lucille Ball I've wait, ever seen. Wait, wait, wait. You seen. were Lucille Ball? Yeah, yeah. Get out, Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, uh, straight men do drag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. Um, it was so, the best. So the year before that, um, well, the one that you saw, I was handing off the crown. Uh, and the year before that, um, we did it. Uh, we, they do the one pulse every year. Uh, and um, so last, the year before that, I, we were the Sanderson sisters. You were the so, Sanderson sisters And too. there was never a part. Yes. I'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, so I wanted to do something. Well, my girlfriend wanted to challenge me. Uh, she goes, you've done impersonating, but you've never done any women. You've never done impersonate women before. I said, ah, I can do that. Uh, and so I said, let's let's do the challenge. So for a while, I, let me tell you how sick I was of watching White Christmas uh, with, <laughs> with Bing Crosby. Because I had to study that, that whole um, sequence. And I said, if we're going to do this, we're doing full cardi uh, cardio. We're doing full... Uh, what, what's the word? Um, choreography. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, choreo choreography. Uh, we did choreography, the whole schmear, the whole, we're going to redo the whole thing. And we did. And um, we were the first time that they did Straight Men, that we, it was a partnership. So we did the whole Sanderson uh, Sisters thing, and we won. And someone actually bought the dress, uh, my, the partner that I was with, bought because Kyla did all the costumes, and she did it screen accurate from the movie. Amazing. Someone came up and offered to buy the dresses right there and then. So Kyla didn't take the money. She took the money and donated it. Nice. Added it to the Pulse That's Foundation. beautiful. Awesome. And uh, so we said, well, we have to do it this year because we want you guys to pass off the crown. And so I'm like, well, maybe if I don't want to pass off the crown. Uh, <laughs> so we did Lucy and Ethel's friendship, uh, and we studied it again, and, and, and you saw it. And um, I didn't think I could pass off as Lucy. You and, were incredible. Yeah. Incredible. It was one of the best things I'd ever seen. I mean, I hate to be that guy. I really hate to be that guy, but could you give us a little treat, uh, like a, a little voice? I, I, you know what's funny? I Lucy is not more of a, a vocal. It was a visual. Yeah. So it was a visual thing. So I can't show you what it looked like. You can, Actually, we have video of it. Oh, you have video? Yeah, we okay. still have video of it. You'll have okay, to see I, it. I definitely got to see that because I'm oh, like, it was, it was I'm, awesome. just, I'm like trying to picture Speak, <laughs> Speaking of video, um, have you, I don't know if you are, but this is make me sound like, you know, a millennial D-bag. Or trying to <laughs> trying to keep up with the kids, but You're have you ever? Are you on, or have you thought about being on TikTok and doing your shtick on there? Yeah, we we've been trying to do TikTok. We just haven't had time. I know TikTok's very dedicated, mm -hmm. um, but we're doing better. Mm -hmm. um, we've done a little bit of TikTok because the cosplay community, it, like it, it could be huge yeah. on there, and like the impersonations that I've seen, 
that all you have to do is just use the sound, like the audio, and you just do your shtick, or you do your own, and you can get big numbers, like followers, on there. I've been thinking about doing Cameo. Um, I know mm. two of my friends who, and basically you submit what, you, what you're good at, and if they like you, they'll put you on yeah, Cameo. Yeah, yeah. I know all the celebrities are doing it. Yeah. Uh, but also individuals that can really do well at their craft, yeah. they're doing yeah, it as I've well. Yeah, I've seen some impersonators out on uh, Cameo. So I've, I've just been contemplating on doing voicemails, outgoing voicemails uh, for people. We want on one. We want one. James Arnold Taylor is my voicemail. Did you have you ever? Did you ever get to meet him? Like, or no, I haven't. He, great, su- one of the nicest guys. Um, he had he did my voicemail as uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I have he's, that, he's and that's Obi-Wan. never leaving my phone. He's a great Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. this close to doing the video game. I don't. I didn't oh, tell you about that as well. Yeah. I don't know if you have any beef with him. I'm sorry. Uh, oh no! Oh, I apologize. I apologize. Uh, no, no. He's well, nice to me. He's nice to me. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. Okay. Um, He's not going to listen to it. I'm oh, sure. I know. I know. Well, no. I. We get along, but it's a business. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Very competitive business. Yeah. And so we were hustling, uh, and um, I couldn't get my stuff submitted fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lost the deadline because Bob Gale knew who I was um, and Lloyd knew who I was. But they, I just forgot and um, I couldn't submit my stuff. And uh, But, you know, it, things happen for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm always blessed for what I get, um, but I wish I would have been able to submit, you know, submit it. But I've done other things. I've done commercials since COVID. I'll show you too. I got hired to do Marty uh, Coming Back or they, he went to 2020 and there was a sanitation company. Did you, I don't know. If I you saw the are, sanitation yeah, video. Yeah. yeah. That was like rushed so quick. Uh, and I come and I try to tell people, you know, this company, they sanitize everything and they sanitize docs, DeLorean. And, you know, and I brought somebody back from 2020 who can handle, you know, the sanitation. <laughs> so that went pretty well. They, they actually got some work from it and that was fun, but that was just, Still, I was still feeling, I don't know if I should do this because I didn't want to give Back to the Future a very negative. But it is a positive, it's a positive, uh, you know, thing showing that, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying their best to, to sanitize things. Anything I do Back to the Future, it has to be with good taste. Yeah, I course, will never, yeah. ever do anything like to disrupt that because kids, it's all about the kids with that, with that for this franchise. I, I, I love the kids and I love the people coming up and saying, you know, how much they love it. And, you know, I've had women, not to do my homework again, I've had women cry in my arms. I've had um, mothers cry and say, you know, we loved Michael J. Fox. We love Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's it's just a very warm family uh, that, that, back that's, to the future. Yeah, that's what we've, through this whole time that mm-hmm. we've been doing the podcast, the, the community, the fans have, like, reached out to us. Yeah. It's like, thank you guys for actually having being dedicated right. to do something back to the future like nonstop and just like it every like the whole community is awesome. The letters that really get me are, you know, people from, you know, across the world. I mean, we get tons of letters from mm-hmm. Australia. Yeah. And it's like I don't have any friends to talk about back to the future with and we're happy to fill that void. We'll yeah. be your back to the future Scotland, friends. Ireland, like everywhere England, just like reaches uh, out to us and it's great. Yeah. Rob, I got to ask you this question. Sure. What role or character would you like to impersonate that you still have not done? Hmm. That's hard to 
put in words. Or actually. like like a challenge, like I like because you said your girlfriend, like you know. Well, it, that's the thing is, is I really don't have to think of who because I will probably end up doing it. Mm. Um, it's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, okay. because I don't I don't try to figure out. The, I like something thrown at me. I I like to to have the challenge. I don't want to go. You know what? I want to do that. No, I like the spontaneity of mm. going. Oh my god, we need this like tomorrow. Um, and I'm like, okay, give me some time. And, you know, you get nervous, you get yeah, stressed, yeah, like, um, but it always works out. I mean, um, I, I like being challenged of doing specific characters. Mind you, I don't like to lack last minute. I got to study the character. I want to know about the character. Yeah, like, or be put yeah. on the spot. Like, hey, do this. Yeah, hey, do that. Exactly. No, when I do Marty, Doc, and all, I, they yeah. make me turn it on and off like a light switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mind doing those characters, but like fresh characters, new characters, I'll do whatever you want, you know, and, uh, uh just, uh, there's nothing in particular. Now I do want to do Captain Krug. I've been wanting to do, really, yeah, because that's another franchise other than like Back to the Future that I'm a nerd, like super nerd. Like you have your Star Wars. It's always that Star Wars, Star Trek, you know, mine's better than yours better. Um, I like Star Trek. I've always loved Star Trek and, um, being a Christopher Lloyd fan, when he did Captain Krug, mm. I loved him in it. You know, his favorite role that he's always saying he was always fond of the judge in uh, Who Framed oh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. That's yeah. like his favorite. He always goes back and talks about that. You can tell that that's his favorite because yes. even when he they did that uh, in uh, My Destiny Plus, um, that he put on. Like, oh, the, I saw the, the saw props. That? What props? Yeah. 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 You yeah. can just look at his body language and oh, his face. Oh, he was wide eyed. Oh, yeah. And you could like, oh, yeah, this guy, he loves this character. And I don't know about you guys. I got scared. Like, as I saw, I was oh, like, he yeah. was a scary guy. Oh, Especially yeah. Especially when he turned around and he had the red eyes. Yeah. Like, Remember, Eddie, yeah. when I killed your brother. <laughs> you know, I look like this. <laughs> I've always liked him as, uh, you know, Uncle Fester. Yes. yes. And that's another character I love impersonating, too, because the women love Fester. Really? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> when I did, I did. Uh, I did, uh, you know, it's funny, I'll sit back towards the, the whole gimmick of doing photo ops is you got to stay, you, you give people a little bit of a taste and you kind of get back into the photo booth, far back, because people want to come in. If they want to come in, they'll buy a pass and come in. So a lot of times Kylo goes, sick them. So yeah. I, I'll, <laughs> that's, that's with Beetlejuice too. If I get a heckler walk by, you know, doing Beetlejuice is like the clown at the, at the carnival that you throw balls at. Yeah. You know, they're the heckler and, you know, come on, come on, you know. And so uh, when I when there's a heckler coming by, Kyle will go, go get him. Go so, get him. So I have a couple women come by, and I'll come up, and she will go go do Fester with them. So I'll walk behind them going, ha, ah, <laughs> you look like Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember her. And they'll go, hmm, I like you, but ooh, you're real creepy. Um, and um, just I love doing the creep factor. Yeah. You know? And if you do it right, that's that's what you want is people to be creeped out, freaked out, and all that. Uh, and they'll go, "Ooh, I want to get a picture too." So, so yeah, doing. I I think doing Lloyd is. I have. That's like my favorite is doing Lloyd. Wow. Doing any Lloyd's characters are just great because he's a, he's more of a method actor. Um, as soon as they say cut, he's very quiet. And you know he'll sit off. He's not much of an interviewer. He's just a very you know sweet man. Yeah. And you know he's not that energetic. But when you say action, he'll go right into it and he'll give it everything. 
um, just all of his uh, doing a taxi. Re, you know, that's another one of his favorites is doing Reverend Jim. And uh, I remember doing and doing um, Doc. And people would go, hey, Reverend Jim. That's hey, do, amazing. Do That's this hysterical. character, do this character. And, he, and, you know, doing Doc, you go, I have no idea what you're talking about. And, um, and I'll go away. He'll, they'll walk away and they'll go, well, I wanted you to do this and that. And so uh, Those are p- basically the old school peeps who know what taxi is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to all of our listeners, uh, I wish you guys could see this. When Rob starts talking, something I noticed about you, when, as soon as you start talking, it's almost like your facial expression changes. Like when you were doing Fester, I honestly thought, oh my God, he looks like Fester. Yeah. Like you, you're you're Rob, and then suddenly you start talking like, like Fester. It's like, like morphing. Yeah, like morphing. Like you're right. You're almost like a chameleon. That's how it helps. That's what that's that's my technique is you have to commit completely into that right, character. Perfect. And that's what helps. You know, doing if you guys seen like Mark Hamill, <clears throat> I've had people requesting to Kyle and I to do Joker, you know, oh, doing yeah. and if I do Joker, um, it's going to be Mark Hamill's. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like, yes. Um, that is like, he is like my, you know, and, and Jack Nicholson's, you know, on screen was amazing too. Yeah. So taking those two and um, doing it is like my favorite. Like, that's what I want to do. That's, that's another character down the road that her and I want to do. Cause you know, she, she does Betty Boop. So, Oh, is she, uh, yeah, she, she, I, now I look at her. Yeah, she looks yeah. like that. Yeah, um, and so <clears throat> doing Betty and Harlequin, it's so similar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you you were saying earlier about uh, cosplayers. Um, I did uh, animated series Joker mm. cosplay at MegaCon one time. Someone came up to me and said, "Do do the Joker voice," and I was like, "I can't, I can't do that because a Mark Hamill is." The man, mm-hmm. when I did Star Wars Weekends, and Mark Hamill, was, um, James was interviewing him, and he did the scene uh, from Empire, Luke's, <laughs> Luke's, I remember that. Yeah, Luke's uh, lines, but as Joker's oh, lines. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, uh, 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 I, uh, just thinking about that, but like when I was at Nerd-gasm. Megacon, and they were like, oh, dude, do Mark Hamill, yeah. I was like, I can't... Uh, we can take a picture, but I'm like, I can't, I'm not that. And it's, he's amazing, you know? Oh, yeah. The script reads. Yeah. And we did, uh, I've done a couple where we threw, um, I, I did one where I had, um, who did I have? Well, I can't remember who was on my panel. Uh, it was, they wanted me to go in with the celebrities and do, and that was where I geeked mm-hmm. out too, because they go, oh, you're going to have these celebrities doing uh, screen, uh, screen uh, reading, and you're going to do it too. And you, and so what they did is they took all of our characters, they put them in a hat. Oh, And then you, and they had all the hats, and you would reach in and you'd grab one, and they go, okay, we're gonna do a Star Wars read, and you're gonna be this character. I love watching those those clips, and like, I'm sure it's so fun Mm -hmm. um, to see, like, like doing, you know, as many as you can, like different lines. Oh, yeah. And we, I can't, oh, Spaceballs. Cool. So, So we did a read of Spaceballs, and so I did Pesci. Uh, <laughs> as dark as dark helmet, and um, and what's funny is the three other celebrities, the guy. It was funny they had uh, the girls on one side, the guys on the other, and so I did it, and then the other guys started doing Pesci. So it was the battle of the Pesci's. So all of their characters were Pesci's. So we're all doing this back and forth, and the uh, administrator goes, "Okay, guys, enough of the Pesci." So I mean, it, it was great. Uh, but 
that's so much fun. Yeah. And I happen to have a bag next to me. None of these guys. So as it's as they're they're saying cut to whatever in this scene, I would bring out something out of my bag using it as a prop. Oh. Uh, and so those guys started going and grabbing my bag, and they're reaching in. I'm like, don't grab everything that's in there, okay? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Um, Rob, I see you have a shirt that says Cost Effect Studios. What's oh, yeah. that? That's my company. That's your company. That's my company. Uh, so what Cost Effect Studios is, um, is it's taking all of Kyla's talents, my talents, com- combining them, and we do a uh, photo opportunity now for whatever you want. Um, and our, I mean, I have a whole studio, portable studio setup, uh, and it's self-automated. Like, Kyla and I can control the camera. Um, remotely, so we have no operators. The only thing that I have in the front is I have our hostess who takes the cash or card. We do cash or card, and um, and so they come into the realm, but they're coming into the movie. Like our whole set, I have a set. I have the full the full wedding scene to if you've seen mine to the arches of Beetlejuice yes. that we crafted at home, which and is all handmade by you guys. It's all handmade, wow. and it's to scale. Um, we actually took we have a. Thank goodness I have a huge wall in the back. We take a projector and we back it up. Kyla is very good at screenshotting. She knows the measurements of whatever you want made. And we did, okay, the arches are this big, so we projected it on the wall and then we took foam and we started sculpting around Jeez. the actual photo. And um, we actually have the, the, the preacher, we actually have that. And she, <laughs> made, she made that costume. It's a costume, but we put it on a little stand. Um, oh but we have a performer that can, we can always jump in and do it. Uh, and uh, we've had proposals in our booth before. Oh, that's the sweetest. I love when that happens. This couple that was, uh, that were big Beetlejuice fans. Um, We didn't even know about it. Kyla had no, we had no idea this was going to happen, but our booth manager, she's our, she's the girl in the front. She knew about it. So when they came in, he, after the picture, he goes, I have one more thing to do. And I went, what? And she goes, and she, he got down on his knee and he proposed to her. Wow. Oh. And I'm like, man, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyla did start crying and she's on her side. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God. And her, their kids were there. Oh, oh wow. And the, but their kids were in on it. So, so she's cry- the 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 bride to be was crying, and she's like, "Did you guys know about that?" And he went, "Yeah." Aww. <laughs> that's cool. I'm like, "This is so touching." Now get out of my booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the, we have the coolest things, and I've had you know kids that have disabilities come in, and you know uh, they're they're trying to walk. If they walk up to me as Beetlejuice, I have little kids. You would think we were scared of Beetlejuice. They love Beetlejuice. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah, he does have a, a heart, you know. He like he has a it's heart. Like, he's like the Grinch. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 It's kind of like all my characters are like that Grinch. You know that again. It's that clown you throw the ball at. Um, you know, it's like you think kids are afraid of the Grinch. They're not. Mm-hmm. They the, all the little kids run and go. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's like, it's not mine. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine. It's not mine. That's, That's awesome. Right. Yeah. And, and if anyone's interested in hiring you guys, where, where can they find you? Oh, they can find us on Facebook at uh, Cause Effect Studios. Uh, Instagram is Cause Effect Studios. I mean, it's very easy. You, t- you can Google Cause Effect, C-O-S-F-X Studios. You will find us. Awesome. Ooh. My God. This, it's such a remarkable journey that you've had. So all your, I mean, it, it's like, what's next? Oh, my God. <laughs> The sky's the limit. Uh, we had we had a con. We had the because uh, we're um, we love MegaCon and Fan Expo. They have our, they're our family now. 
because um, we actually started traveling from con to con. They, they were so loving to have us. We did Dallas last year. We did Boston last year. We did Orlando. Uh, we, we had this entire year lined up. We were going to go to Canada uh, and every, everywhere, and then COVID hit. So we were like, uh, yeah. so hopefully next year things become better. Uh, we should hopefully continue to, to work with them and, and bring fun to, to all of the cities. So. Yeah. Well, uh, Rob, uh, we want a surprise. We actually have a little surprise for you. Uh, this is a huge award, if I may say so myself. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, we're going to give you, you know, you ever heard about the Nobel, Pre, the, the Nobel Peace Prize and all that? Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah, that, that stuff. This is more important than mm. that. People have literally gone to knife fights over this. We want to make you the honorary, and Kyla too, but she's not here. But of we course. Want, we want to make you guys the honorary official What the Flux Best Friend of the Week! the Flux Best Friend of the Week! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> yes. <laughs> I am Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> now, this prestigious award, a lot of people have, you know, we were between you and Christopher Lloyd, but we we decided to go with you. Christopher Lloyd keeps getting the shaft, man. You know, well, he, we keep trying to get him every week, but he's just too busy. It's just, it's mm. just a, you know, we thought, okay, well, Rob is cool and Chris is cool, but... Chris has done that. Yeah. I haven't done as much as you. So we decided to go with you, yeah, Chris. Yeah. If you can hear this, we apologize again. I know we passed you again. Maybe next week. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not who like knows? he did a lot for the movie anyway. So. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually did want to mention something before we wrap things up. What's that? Uh, not only does Rob, you know, do his amazing cosplay and impersonations, but he actually also is quite. Uh, what what would you call it? like an engineer? Like he 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 works on electronics and yeah. you know. And I heard and you're building something. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, well two things that we yeah. do. Um, I well one I got bored because of uh, because of COVID and everything, and I had to come up with a new strategy. So I started reading, and yeah, I'm, I pick up electronics pretty easy. So I started building my own virtual uh, pinball machines. Cool. What? How do yes, we? All right, how does a that Back work? to the Future one. Yeah, a Back to the Future one. Um, you have a Back to the Future one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually have one machine that has pretty much every pinball machine that's ever been made. Oh, my virtual. gosh. And not only can you play it like as a real pinball machine, but you can plug in and you can use a virtual reality helmet. And you can be like on the spaceship Nostromo. I have the Aliens uh, pinball machine. So you're on this, the spaceship Nostromo. And you can look around one on the front of it, and you can see eggs, and you can see behind it's oh, darkness. Oh my god! And as you're playing it, you see the thumper, uh, the 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 um, proximity, mm -hmm. and you see aliens coming up from. Behind. Oh my god! I just want to point out that he said, "Well, I was bored, so I figured I'd do something." Did <laughs> that, like as a huge fan of pinball, that that's that awesome, amazing. I love my favorite one. It, uh, my favorite ones, I should say. I love the Terminator uh, pinball. I got that. Um, obviously, the Star Wars one. Mm -hmm. Got that. Um, I got that where the lightsabers actually cross in front of you. Uh, and and, and you face, have an X-Wing fly around. Uh, How many pinballs you got? That's awesome. I've got over 240 pinball games inside, inside because I build a computer inside of it. There are no moving parts inside of it. Everything is electronic. But I've actually got bumpers and flippers, and I just put in a new sound Jeez. system, surround sound system. Uh, inside of it, so you can track, you can, you can hear when a ball drops, 
Oh, that's that's great. I'll have to have you guys come over sometime. I think Todd and me are having geek boners right Uh, now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was actual wood. (laughs) Like, we're both like... Oh, Oh, and you just found out I build DeLorean time machines. Oh, Oh, and DeLorean time machines. Because also, you know, when you guys were born, you built a DeLorean. How how does that work? Uh, So I did a, uh, a gig in 2010 with a DeLorean in front of the Hard Rock. Oh, uh, yeah, you buddy. Were there. Oh, that was you? That was me. Oh, you were there. Oh, you were there for the first one. Yeah. Uh, I was there a few years later. I want to say this was 2016 or 17. You guys came back yeah, and yeah. I was geeking out. And We did two events. We did one for, uh, we had a private event that they had rented out the upstairs, but we parked the DeLorean on the one side. Yeah, yeah. I remember and, that. And yeah. It was Biff. We had Biff and me and yeah, Doc. Yeah, that was the one I, I think I was there for, and Bruce was kind enough to let me take like 10,000 yeah. pictures inside the DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, so in 2010, I got with, uh, I did an event, and I met the owner of, uh, he builds DeLorean time machines. He's bought, built them all over the world. His name's Bruce Coulomb uh, with uh, Coulomb Enterprises. Uh, and you can look us up. That's on the internet too. It's called DeLoreans. I mean, DeLorean Time Machines with an S. dot com. Uh, and we ran out DeLoreans. We build DeLorean time machines. And he found out that I was a good uh, engineer, uh, and I dabble. And so one thing led to another, and we started building DeLoreans together. And he rents. We rent them out, and he rents me out. Uh, and wow. and um, so. Uh, I've done commercials with our cars. We, we were on the red carpet in California. One of our cars for the uh, Ready Player One oh, yeah. uh, debut. Awesome. Uh, Bruce actually built the scanner uh, for that development for the car to be scanned into the uh, to it. So that's technically our car in the movie. Nice. Nice. Yes. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my God, that's great. How, how uh, I know a lot of our, of our listeners are probably asking themselves this: How hard is it to make a delivery? To build. From scratch, because all of our stuff's from scratch. It's all homemade, except for a couple of the electronics. Um, we It takes about four months. Four months. To wow. hustle. I mean, if we're hustling, because it's it's very hard to do. It's, because it's it has hard. to be screen, screen accurate. accurate. Yeah, absolutely. Because well, all the fans are going to be like, oh, yeah. But we do take that? we do take liberties to make sure. If you did everything screen accurate, you'd have a lot of rust happening. But we do take liberties for on, on certain things that are supposed to be stainless steel. We do aluminum so mm-hmm. they don't rust. And we also make it drivable where you could drive everything. Nothing's going to fly off. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so it takes about four months to do. I'm always the one that has to get into, like, into the car and up yeah, and yeah. get all the wiring because he always sends me. And I feel like I'm going into like a trench. Right. when. Uh, but uh, it, it does. The, the wiring alone... It takes hours to work. Oh, yeah. Um, ours, you can program in your birthday. You can change everything. Wow. Shifts. And, and, and the sound, time travels. too. Yeah, yeah and yeah. actually, we have time travel mode. So when you time travel, the flux capacitor lights up uh, and everything, and the, the time shifts and out of plutonium. Uh, so, yeah, it's really, really cool. Amazing. And I do voiceover work, too. So if someone buys it, we do sound bites. And you do, we do sounds from the movie, but if you want to customize it, I'll say, you know, I'll do Marty saying that you're standing in front of, you know, such and such as car and everything. So, and just awesome. out of curiosity, uh, you don't have to give an exact price, but how much would they go for? Oh my gosh. Um, well, we have different versions. We have our classic 1985 version. Uh, we call it the, the Lightning Bolt series, mm-hmm. uh, which can go up to 48,000. Uh, really? But that's, that's it? yeah. But he's you know, going, oh, 
that's it? No, I'm, I'm well, sorry, but I thought it was more. Like I just have that in my other pants. Now, I'm sorry. If, if, <laughs> now, that's if you have your own DeLorean. You bring it in. We'll do ah, okay, that changes. But, See, that's my but, point. But yeah, if well, we'll find a car. Like if you don't have one and you want us to do everything, we'll buy it. We'll find the car for you. Really? Yeah. Um, a, a barely working DeLorean is about twenty five thousand. Exactly. That's, that's the start. Uh, but we try to find one that there's least amount of problems on it. Um, and then we have our, it's called our Paradox uh, Hybrid series, and that's over $130,000. Oh, and wow. that's every part to every move, all three movies. Wow. We have hover wheels. We have even the arrow, the correct arrow uh, going through it. We have um, uh, Mr. Fusion. You can take <laughs> it off, and you can have the reactor. Um, so yeah, we have everything in it awesome. on it. Oh, the plutonium good. gauge. Uh, I, I just want to see the, the pestle stuff. gauges. Yeah, and you know, I wish you guys would have come over sooner. We actually sold off everything. You so you oh, still even do like like all of our props. Like if you guys would have come, we had tons of props. We had mm. tons, tons. I still have my real Valterra uh, skateboard. I have a real Valterra nice. skateboard. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know about great. you guys, but we need to do our show from his house. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. I'm ready. I Season had, two. I had the correct walk, Walkman. I had the correct Nikes. Um, I, had, I had a series of bag ones before they actually were sold ever. Uh, uh, I had those custom made. I sold those. I actually bought Marty's truck. I had Marty's... I was going to make that my project. I... Actually, oh, the, bought the, 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 the a S, I bought Marty's black wow. uh, uh, truck, and I was going to start building it because I wanted to rent our DeLorean and have Marty's truck. Well, COVID hit, and I'm like, oh, God. I, have, I still have all the gray interior in my house, all the interior to the truck. Uh, I have the front bumper, but I went ahead and sold it. I sold my truck to a, a Back to the Future fan. He's already restored it oh, wow. uh, and oh. everything, so I'm like, oh, I missed my truck. But <laughs> I, I sold it, but you know, down the road, if you know, if I have an opportunity, I might buy another. You know, it's always been my dream to buy a DeLorean. But I would like, if I ever buy one, I want to do one like Back to the Future too. Of course. But my problem is, I'm six two and I'm almost six three. Mm -hmm. Could I fit in the DeLorean? Well, John DeLorean was was six two, I believe. Yeah. And actually, if you look inside a DeLorean, a lot of people don't know that um, there's a little, when you close the door, there's a little cut, there's a little indention in the door. That was made for John because John kept hitting his head <laughs> on it. So that little bump area was actually custom built. That's why they all mm -hmm. have them now. So someone of that size could fit in it. Just like Christopher Lloyd. He's, yeah, he's, he's a six tall two, guy. Six yeah. yeah, and but he always talked about he hit his head all the time. Oh, yeah. uh, Michael J would hit his head getting out. You got to lunge out of the car. You can't stand straight up. You hit the gold wing doors. But as a tall guy, you... You could get in it, okay. Getting would out be, of it, so would, would I be comfortable driving it? Mm, yeah. Probably not. Your knees will be up a little yeah. bit. It's perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to drive stick? Yeah. Okay. We did. We come. There's ones automatic too. They have oh, automatic, automatic ones. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. One of our clients, um, he lives actually across the street. He has an automatic. But what we did is we put a boot on it, a stick boot on it. You can't tell the difference. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Excellent. So that's but, awesome. Well, as soon as when once things get get better, you know the first thing I'm gonna do is just I'm gonna definitely get myself a DeLorean. I've always wanted one. I've always just dream of that. And if, if you guys can make it a little bigger, though, my knees are not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Um, I don't know if this is even possible. I know a lot of our listeners. 
will dream to see st the, some of the stuff that you have. If is it possible one day that maybe, obviously you're inviting us, can we take pictures so we can post it? Yeah, so of course. So people can see it. That'd be great. Yeah. Of course. And I have, we have a YouTube uh, page too that we're still developing. It's called Cause Effect Studios. Oh, nice. Uh, and it shows a lot of, I've got a lot of like doing Marty on there. Uh, it shows um, like uh, commercial I did, the commercial I did. And then a lot of events that me and my other Doc Brown, uh, we've done a lot of too. Uh, so it nice. shows us, yeah. Cool, cool, Excellent. cool. Excellent. Um, folks, we just want to thank, uh, I mean, a round of applause. Yes. Yeah. The amazing Rob Sims. The amazing Rob Sims. Appreciate it. Rob, uh, we're just going to finish with one last question for you. Uh, very, seeing the respect and the love that you have for the, this franchise and the Back to the Future and everything. Um, if you could time travel and meet your younger self, mm. what advice would you give yourself? I would, I would probably tell him to stay on the path. You don't need to change. Um, you know, a lot of people go, if I went back, I would give myself the lottery numbers. If I went back, I'd do this and that. I, I've really had a really good life so far. And so I would just tell myself, don't change. Stay nice. yourself. And I think that that's really good for a lot of people. I think that a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit. Um, I think that, that, you know, in today's society, everybody, you know, that... I have to be perfect and I have to look beautiful, you know. A lot of celebrities that have come out now saying you don't have to be that way. It's not that stigma anymore um, that, you know, who you are and what you are and, you know, it's accepted no matter what. And I just think uh, there's not enough people in the world that are like that. Uh, and so that's my gift or my, um, what I would want people to always remember is just be yourself. It's amazing Anything. advice, folks. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and, yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of a better way to finish the show with that. Yeah. Nope. Um, Rob, I, I, we're just very grateful that you're here. Oh. Thank you so much for everything. You for can come time. back anytime. You can come back anytime, especially since you live close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you have to guys, just ask me. Yeah. yeah. I got other stories, you know. Oh, my Don't God. you worry. Oh, don't all worry. Right. We, we're not shy. We're going to be calling you. We, we want to definitely go visit you. Um, hell, even Eric Stoltz over there wants to go up to your place. Yeah, shh. <laughs> <laughs> he comes over here and it's just crazy. Uh, folks, that's our show for today. I see my mom just picked me up. Rob, you, you need a ride? Oh, I got a time machine. You got a time machine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to go with you instead of my mom today. Uh, this is Eugene, as always, folks, with What the Flux. And if you have any questions or anything, where can they reach us, Kayla? They can find us anywhere. You can find us on Facebook at What the Flux the Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at What the Flux underscore pod because What the Flux pod was taken. Uh, you can also send us an email to What the Flux pod at gmail.com. And don't forget, Next week is our season finale. We want your memories, you know, all your favorite things that you love from season one. Send us a voice memo to whatthefluxpod at gmail.com. That is correct. And that's always Mr. Todd. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Man, that, a few words. That's all, folks. Uh, folks, we are What the Flux. We are so grateful. And uh, have a great week, man. This is, uh, you know what? Uh, I know 2020 has been a little bit jumpy and has been tough on all of us, but you know what? Let's end. Let's end this year good. Let's end it with love, peace, and what else? In, other than Back to the Future. And as Marty and Doc would always say, the future is whatever you make it. So make it a good one. See you in the future. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right, bye bye. Thank you for listening to What the Flux. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 
WhatTheFlux underscore pod. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And be sure to recommend us to your other time-traveling friends. Hasta la bye-bye!